Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Rob Has a Podcast. I'm your host, Taryn Armstrong, and I'm here tonight to recap tonight's double eviction episode of Big Brother Canada 7. And joining me to give you everything uh, everything you need to recap this double eviction is, uh, is Amon. How you doing, Amon? Hi! So happy to be here. It's my first ever recap show. I was gobsmacked when Taryn asked me to come along. Um, so this is great. I'm happy. Double eviction just happened. Maybe weren't some of the best results that people wanted, but we're going to get through it. It's okay. Here. We live in. Yes. Stay blessed. <laughs> Double evictions are always a sad time lately. And uh, we're here to help get you through it. Uh, also with us tonight is Kirsten. How you doing, Kirsten? I am doing well. I feel like I now have this spot where I, I get to come in on the, the sadder recaps to really walk people through it. Um, but I just want to say before we start, don't want to bury the lead. It is incredible that we got on primetime television talk about the situation with Indigenous people and First Nations people in Canada. This has now happened twice on the season. This is a major deal. This is not something that's normally talked about, even in schools. And I am so happy. And it's so incredible that Damien was here to be an incredible representation of his people. I just wanted to say that first off the bat. And if you're in Canada and you see a red dress hanging in a tree, that is for the missing and murdered Indigenous women. And so look into that. So sorry. Well, yeah, I just wanted that to go first. Uh, well, you know, uh, it, it was, it was a sad time. We, we saw the package for Damien tonight, uh, in the same episode that we see him leave. I thought that was a strange decision given that Damien was ultimately the person that was more likely to leave than anybody else in the double. Uh, I, I was wondering why they hadn't done this earlier. Uh, but you know, at least they got it in there, right, Kristen? Yeah, exactly. It was uh, just in the nick of time. Mm. I feel like they have probably wanted to do this for much of the season. Um, but having Damien win the veto was a really great time to do it um, because I had a little bit more of him on the show. And then we we got it in there before he was gone. So at least we got that. And also Damien's girlfriend is so beautiful. <laughs> She is. She is. What a like, what a damn. Bombshell. What a fox. <laughs> and I figure, you know, I figure this this little package here, like depending, because I mean, there was a strong strong possibility that he could be the one to go. But in the event that he doesn't go, it's like a nice celebration episode for Damien. In the event that he does go, it's like a nice send off. So I guess it kind of works both ways. 
Yes. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they, had to, they had to get it in eventually. They, you know, the, the Damien family package. Uh, so that's what we saw. So we saw first, the first person to leave was Esty. Then Damien was the second person to leave. Uh, let's just talk a little bit more about Damien and uh, his legacy here. Um, you know, ultimately did not really accomplish, I think, what he wanted to in the game uh, in terms of his strategy. Although, as Kirsten pointed out, definitely accomplished uh, being a role model and really like setting an example for yeah. uh, for for his people and, and everyone that uh, that looked up to him. Um, you know, that uh, we, we even saw in the package, like little little boys talking about like uh, Damien's my hero, <laughs> which uh, was cute. It's cute. Um, and uh, and 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 betrayed. By Dane is, I think, the the big, big headline here. Uh, Dane ultimately wins the, the double eviction HOH. We know that he was planning on throwing this competition, but it was a crapshoot one and he he won it. And so he had to be the one to put Damien on the block. And Damien was not happy, Iman. He was not. I mean, his face really said it all. It was, you know, most of the season, I really have not had too much sympathy for Damien and players of his caliber because it's like, I mean, if you're not going to have, if you're not going to be in control of the game, if you're not going to, you know, try and grab your destiny by the reins, like then whatever happens to you in the game happens to you. But looking at him and watching him find, like come to the realization, like, oh my God, this is actually happening. This person that I put all my trust in is actually going to send my ass out the door. This is probably the first time the entire season that I've been like, oh, damn, Damien, like, damn it. Like, you're really about to go out like this. And uh, it, I mean, it sucks. You know, he's a, he's a good guy. He's just not a good Big Brother player. So I did. Okay, I don't agree. Like, I don't think he was ever in a situation where he got to actually learn and, and get those chops. Like, first of all, Canada, this is your fault for liking him too much yeah. and excluding him from the pretty boys. Like from the first update where we talked about that, Tara, and that has just been in the back of my head, like the butterfly effect on this. I'm. And they confirmed Canada. it on the feeds yesterday. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like when, even when the house guests are talking about the, the crazy theories, that's when you know something's gone wrong. And like, I do think that Damien has every single skill that you need to be good at this game, but he just couldn't get in with this day one alliance and he just could not break in. And then anyone he was able to have a working relationship with also couldn't get any traction and kept going home and one after one after one, just losing any opportunity to get anything right and i i think that in a future season if damien's brought back because he's a fan favorite i think he'll be extremely dangerous if there's people he's able to work with i just think that the circumstances here like the pre boys have won like basically every competition and anything they didn't win was controlled by them so i i just don't know where he was supposed to get any traction other than not being the first one in and and getting to be in the alliance yeah i mean I, go ahead go ahead Taryn. <laughs> well <laughs> i, I was just, Yes, yes, we did. We did get the uh, the crapshoot HOH competition. Finally, a more crapshooty kind of competition. And Damien's very good at pool. Uh, but, uh, unfortunately, the oversized, uh, <laughs> cue, uh, not, not good, not good. It did not work out for, uh, for Damien, but at least he had a chance there. Um, and then, uh, we did get an, another interesting, uh, veto competition. It's different from the usual run back and forth one where they had to get all of the balls out of their, like, jar, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Like, um, but, but yeah, Damien was not very good at that one either. Uh, that no, one was... you could just 
see him struggling so hard even to keep the door open like I think that even though it wasn't a confined space that competition really suited a a bigger person like you could also see Kira really struggling with it yeah right more body mass yeah I would have thought that Damien would be good at it because he does have a decent amount of body mass and he's a drummer so he's used to just like he's you know his arms are used to that kind of motion a lot (laughs) he was trying to have too much rhythm probably and so he was wasn't able to just like move it as fast as he had to. Anthony didn't need any uh, grace or anything. He was just moving fast. And so obviously that's the winning strategy. Yeah, and there you go. And Anthony wins his first competition all season long. Adam loses the first veto competition uh, ever by seconds, but he still lost it, um, which is definitely interesting to know. Uh, I think we're finally getting the variety of competitions that we've been looking for all season long. We're f- starting to finally get some new winners uh, in Anthony and certainly could have been a new winner uh, in the double eviction HOH had Dane not accidentally won it. Um, But Dane accidentally winning is something that should be talked about here because as we talked about, he didn't want to win, but he did win. Damien's mad at him. Did he lose Damien's vote? Because this is particularly brutal for Damien that he, they, uh, Adam and Dane had been trying to convince Damien to vote Esty out all week long. I saw uh, Dane give Damien a look on the couch Right before the vote. I don't know if this was the final look or anything, but it definitely looked like a nah, it's not happening. And Damien being like, ah, and then Damien goes in. He votes against Esty on the advice, I imagine, of Dane. Dane telling him you have to do this for the boys. Otherwise, you'll be a target. He does it. And then Dane himself still puts him up, still has everyone vote him out. Now, in the exit interview with Arissa, he was like, I want to say Dane. But I don't want to say Dane. I guess I'll say Dane. I don't know. I feel like the door is definitely open here, Amon. That, uh, mm-hmm. well, he is still saying Dane right now. He might later be like, you know what? Screw that guy. Yeah. So I, after the trauma of going through an Eddie double eviction, I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm not going to subject myself to waiting until the show because if it's going to happen, I just want to rip the bandaid off. So I read the spoilers as they came out. And the BBCAN7 spoilers account said, he, they tweeted, yeah. Uh, Damien said that he was still going to vote for Dane, even though he was the one that got betrayed, or he 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 was the one that betrayed him. And I was like, oh, okay, all right. But the way that it's actually panned out and what he actually said to Orissa really does make it seem like, yeah, I mean, I'm going to say Dane now because that's who I've been rooting for this entire time. If it wasn't going to be me, but I'm pissed. I just got got. So. Once he gets to that jury house and once other people start filtering in and a bunch of other, you know, he becomes influenced by what other people have to say, it might not be as clear cut. So, uh, yeah, it, it was it was a really it was a bad situation for Dane to win that HOH, especially being that he that this is something that he wanted to throw and he wasn't able to do it. And now Damien's pissed off. And I don't know, maybe SD going before him, maybe SD being like, well, look, like. You know, her being pro Dane might, you know, rub off on him a little bit. But as of right now, he's definitely looking to be a little up in the air. Yeah, this 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 answer to me saying Dane felt more like, okay, who other than Dane? Arissa's telling me she needs something on the spot. I. Uh, yeah, I guess it's just obligatory. Dane. I can't I can't figure out my new person yet. Uh, I guess Dane for now. Uh, that's how it felt to me, Kirsten. 
Yeah, it, it definitely had that element of he was being rushed, which like, do they have to rush him? It's not filmed live. Just give him a second to take a breath. Uh, but I, I do feel like the fact that he didn't immediately give another name means that it is a little bit more up in the air. So I think it's going to depend on what the other jurors are saying. I think um, I really want to see kind of what Sam and the Sam and Corey dynamic is like, uh, because I feel like Esty and Damien going into the jury house together actually will make kind of what Esty has to say maybe mean a little bit less. Whereas like if Esty was coming in a week later and had this information about Dane, that would maybe mean a little bit more. So I, I don't know. I still think things are looking pretty good for Dane and I, I would still probably put him as my number one to win, but uh, it is up in the air a little bit more than I, I would have maybe thought before this. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I will be speaking with Damien tomorrow, so uh, I will get to ask him what his thoughts are after he's cooled down a little bit, and hopefully we'll, uh, we'll figure some stuff out there. Now, I know that Sam, when I talked to her going into the jury, she was very zen. She was very much like, no bitter feelings. I want to make sure this is not a bitter jury. It seemed like she would definitely be able to potentially set the tone. However, with Corey coming in right after, real hot, and now Esty and Damien coming in together, <laughs> I think real hot. Sam might be overturned there. I think that the fact that those three coming in together, they will be able to commiserate together. And I feel like the bitter feelings might start to rise. Um, so it is definitely something to, uh, to watch out for here, Amon. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's that thing where, you know, you're, you're, you're living in a, in a, in a state of, I don't want to say ignorance because she knows kind of what's going on, but it's, but it's like, when you don't know that you should be pissed at something and somebody somebody reminds you, you should be upset about this. Like, why aren't you upset about this? And it's really easy to get, especially when you're in the jury house and there really isn't anything else to do other than to come. It should be called the commiserating house. That's really what it is. You all come in there, you file in there, one after one after one. You talk about your experiences at the game. You talk about who you're all pissed at, who you all love. And if the majority of the jury is becoming sour on one particular person or a group of individuals, it's kind of hard unless you, you know, sort of already have like a hard core relationship with whomever the person in question is it's sort of hard not to sort of fall into that and aided by the fact that sam is already probably going to want to vote for adam anyway so yeah i can definitely see a situation where this this can be bad news for dane but i mean i i still keep going back to esty and that i mean that they were a flirt man showman whatever you want to call it like hey that that and that that kind of energy can really really carry somebody's vote to the end. So we'll see, we'll see. It makes it very interesting, though. I'm very interested. I must say, like for a season that's been you know kind of paint by numbers, it's really starting to shape up to be an interesting finale. Um, depending on who makes it to the end. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think that because it, it really does matter who you are in the jury with. Now, somebody like Esty might be leaving the house feeling like, oh, like Dane tricked me, but he's still a cool guy. Uh, like, you know, I, I don't want to be bitter. But if she's hanging out with Damien, especially if she's hanging out with Damien before she can even get into the jury house, but that's less likely. I think they'll probably enter separately. Uh, but it, it really depends. Like, who is she, who is she talking to? Does Esty then hang out with Sam, who is like, ah, don't be bitter? Or is she going to hang out with Damien, who's like, no, I'm pretty bitter. And that kind of <laughs> gives her kind of permission to also be like, well, I do kind of feel kind of bitter. And if you feel bitter and I feel bitter, mm -hmm. then clearly, clearly he did something. Clearly it's not our fault. It's his fault. 
he did something wrong. Um, mm-hmm. So it really, it really, it, it has an impact. And I think that this order of, uh, of people being sent to the jury is not great for Dane. Um, what else is not great for Dane is in my opinion, this move, in general, I don't think he should have won. He didn't want to win. He probably didn't try to win. But having won, I feel like Dane, Dane's move here was to take his shot at Mark. I really do. I think that taking out Damien was a mistake for his game, both with the jury and with his positioning moving forward. We know that uh, we saw it on the episode and we've seen it on, on the feeds. Mark and Anthony are planning when taking a shot at Dane and Adam. Adam first because of Anthony, but Mark wants to go after Dane first uh, if he ha- if he has his way. Um, and Mark is a lot more capable of winning question competitions, which are a lot more, uh, you know, uh, prevalent in the end game. And so, and Damien's an ally. Damien is solidly on Dane's side more than anybody else in that house. He just voted Esty out for Dane because Dane told him to. Uh, I feel like this was Dane's opportunity to take Mark off the board. If Mark is off the board, especially if he could get Adam on board to do it, then he still has Adam. He's got Damien. He took out Mark. He's now only has to worry about Kira and Anthony at worst. Um, I feel like that's the better move here. Kirsten, what do you think? Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that would have been a better move here. But I think it's one of those things where the longer you go without moving against something, the more difficult it gets and the the scarier it will feel. And so and also too, uh, Adam was right in his ear right away being like, doesn't make any sense. Like, we might as well just go down to it. And since Adam is is probably very likely to win the next HOH. Like I can see why Dana may be like, Oh, I'm going to do what Adam says. Cause I need to protect myself. I didn't even want to win this HOH. What can I do to protect myself on the most sides to just stay in the game? Right. So I do think he should have taken the shot, but at this point it's very tough to get the, you know, the, the motivation to actually do that. Yes. Um, so, you know, it's I, I, I can see, especially at a, in a double eviction situation. But honestly, I think that makes it even better of an opportunity. Um, but, you know, having to make that call without having discussed it ahead of time is going to be really tough because he does need Adam on board. If he makes a move and Adam is against it and Adam says, you ruined my baby. You, you oh. broke up the pretty boys. Uh, that's bad for him because, as you mentioned, Adam is playing in the next HOH and he is quite good at the competitions. Uh, mm-hmm. But I do feel like there was a way for him to get Adam on board. And I do feel like taking Mark out of the game was probably the better move for him. I, like Kirsten, still feel like Dane is a front runner to win the game. Um, Adam is also set up quite well at this point. Um, however, I do feel like if Dane loses the game, my guess is that it's because of this move. I think that this is the move that loses Dane the game. If he loses, I still think he's the front runner. <laughs> but if he loses, I think it's because of this. What do you think about that, Amon? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the closer and closer you get towards the end, you get you, you only have so many more moves where you can make where it's either the good one or it's the one that really just it's the nail in the coffin. And while I'm sort of of the camp that I don't consider taking out SD as damning as maybe you two think, um, I, 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 I can understand why. Yeah. Like if, if he makes it, if he doesn't, if he loses this game, it's because of the fact that he didn't have more numbers, like diehard numbers in his corner than what he should have at this point. 
especially given the fact that there really isn't anybody else to go after other than your your your, your alliance. So if you're if you're thinking about going after them, you have to know that they they're thinking the same thing about you. So you want to you want to collect as many people that you can so that, you know, hey, I know this person is in my corner. I know that I can trust them. I know that they're going to you know, they're not going to vote against you. Put me in the block, whatever have you. Um, and he can't he can't really say that. Um, that being said, you know, he's him and Adam have won the majority of the competition. So in his mind, it's like uh, it's a little risky, but I'm really banking on the fact that I can probably pull myself out of a, of a sticky situation if need be, because who's, who's going to check me, boo? I've been winning this entire time, so yeah. it's 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 risky. But uh, I'm willing to if if he if he wins the game, I'm going to be like, okay, yeah, whatever, whatever. He didn't take Esty, and 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 here's here's another thing too, though. I think that I think that he should have taken the shot at Mark. But even if he doesn't take the shot at Mark, I think that it's still a mistake to take out Damien. I think that he should have been putting in work to keep Damien around and take out Kira. Uh, Kira. Kira is Adam's person. Uh, Damien is Dane's person. For Dane to have the HOH and keep Kira and take out Damien is not good. Uh, We've seen Kira talk on the feeds about potentially taking a shot at Dane. That's not good for Dane. It's not. And Mm -hmm. he's he's taking out the one person. Dane has, he has, uh, it's a house of, of six people, right? Final six. Dane Himself is not going to take Dane out of the game. Adam's not going to take Dane out of the game. Damien's not going to take Dane out of the game. And Anthony is probably not going to take Dane out of the game. That leaves Mark and Kira are the two people that would potentially take a shot at Dane. And to take out one of the pieces that aren't in in favor of the two pieces that might. uh, Oh, don't like it, Dane. I don't like it. So, yeah, it's 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 really is a very elegant game of of chess right down to the end. And it, it and I, I mean, this is why Big Brother is, a, I mean, as, as easy I can, as it may seem to viewers, it is such a hard game because it really you really have to think about everybody and what their motivations and their intentions and what their best move can be. Not only yours, especially when there's like five of you left. So I can understand the pressure and maybe not always making the right call. Um, and it, I don't know. It's just a testament to just how how hard this really is. Oh, my God. I can't. I, I'm getting stressed just thinking about it, honestly. Yeah. So the other thing, too, is I can only imagine like at this point now, Damien has proven that he was able to win that veto. So that makes him seem a little bit more threatening to this point. Kira has still not won anything. So I could see maybe thinking about keeping them around for that reason. The other thing is that Kira has demonstrated time and time and time again that they are an extremely emotion driven person. And so I could maybe understand not wanting to be the one who sends them to jury because <laughs> I think they will certainly be quite bitter about that. Uh, so I, I can kind of see where that comes in. Uh, nevertheless, like might have been better to send them now so that they have a little bit of time to cool, cool off. off. And but I think Sam would talk them go. down. Damn, yeah, yeah, Sam would, would definitely be able to talk them down. So that's something else to to think about too. And especially it was just what two days ago that they were losing it over not being invited to play pool. And if that's the level of emotional response to something like that, what's the emotional response going to be like when they are voted out? Right. So I I kind of can understand being like, you know what? Maybe Damien will be mad at me, but 
he's a rational person who has shown that he is cool as a cucumber. Whereas taking Kira out, kind of like a grenade. You don't really know what's going to happen there. Yes. So, uh, but, but hey, Kira, Kira is part of, she's part oh, of something. Hey, <laughs> part that, of was, something. that was literally so sad that they're just, they're so excited. I'm part of something. No, like, uh, but like, why do she you might as well just bring it down and just start <laughs> choking herself with it, honestly, because that's literally what's happening. Right? <laughs> and it's like, look, why are you excited about being added on to something at the very last minute? That's not exciting. Like that's being used, but they just have been so left out of things for so long that just any sort of inclusion is going to feel good. Ugh. Yeah. Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. We need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No and we're back. So let's get back to the show. Uh, the other piece of what happened tonight is that we did lose Esty. And, uh, and surprising to me, she said she was, in fact, blindsided. They had talked about blindsiding her with this vote. But, uh, but Dana talked about letting her know ahead of time that this was gonna, this, this was gonna happen. Um, Anthony said that he was gonna let her know which way his vote was going. And Dane said that he didn't want her to be blindsided on, uh, on live TV. And, uh, for whatever reason, she still was. Still was. So, uh, you know, poor Esty. <laughs> yeah, but I do agree with what you said earlier, though, Taryn. I saw that you um, tweeted, um, like, maybe, you know, how she, how well she, she took it, actually. And maybe mm. that probably wasn't the best idea to send her out now. She did it. But, um, so, like, it, it does make me, I'm not, it, she was blindsided, but I'm like, she seems like she's, 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 she's fine. She's, she's okay. She's gonna, she's gonna walk in a jury and be like, all right. That sucked, but okay. But like, what was that reaction to the Pretty Boys reveal? Like, of all people, why is her reaction that like? Ugh. That's that's what I was kind of talking about earlier. I just think that sometimes when you're like really involved with somebody, it's like rose. It's like what is it? Rose colored lenses. Yeah, rose colored glasses. Yeah, you're just. You're so much more forgiving, and I, I, I just, I just, I honestly believe that. I mean, yeah, she's upset, but oh, Dane, damn it, you got me, Dane. It's like one of those versus. Oh, damn, I'm about to rip this kid's head off, like <laughs> knock off the rest of his teeth. 
<laughs> yeah, especially as it's uh, like, r- of course, it's right before she's evicted that they throw a big party and uh, and uh, her and Dane finally make out. Um, yeah. Adam <laughs> interrupts them very strangely. That was so funny. And you know what? It only makes sense for how many times uh, Adam and Sam were walked in on uh, towards mm-hmm. the start of the season. The one thing, though, going back to SD, that would make me so mad if I were SD is I'd be like, I put your damn teeth in my <laughs> mouth and you voted me out. I'd be so mad. I'd be toasted. If she had said that on this episode, I'd have been like, Queen. Oh my Queen. god, literally uh would stand forever uh if she had <laughs> said something along those lines. Yeah. Uh so we did see the uh the party. They they all got pretty drunk, as you saw on the episode. Um and we saw the uh, Damien's song played. That was cool. Um yeah. yes, well, we also yeah, finally got thing. to see Angelica. On the show, I knew you'd be so excited. I was like, "Oh, Taryn will be thrilled." Um, She's a crime-fighting detective who uh, has a cell phone. She has a cell phone. She She has a sports car. Plays soccer. Uh, I and you know what? It actually makes me feel so warm and fuzzy towards Adam that he made himself like a Barbie doll. Like it just, to me, it just shows that Adam is so comfortable with who he is. He doesn't care about like stereotypes or whatever. I, this made me like Adam a lot more, to be honest, the whole Angelica saga. Yeah. And he's Um, been, it's, it's lasted days. He's very excited about Angelica. uh, And Anthony hates Angelica. He wants to throw her away. Anthony (laughs) hates any joy that doesn't originate from him giving a pep talk. Hey, I'm waiting for the Angelica Twitter uh, Twitter account at this point. I'm a oh fan. my god, I, you should make that, Amon. <laughs> Do it now before someone else gets it. Yeah, I gotta go back and get a screen grab. <laughs> uh, so, I think that's all we had. Um, I think we, there were a couple of other like funny moments here and there in the episode, but uh, was there anything else from the episode that we should talk about? Uh, I, yeah, I think that was the, the meat and potatoes, pretty much. Yeah, uh, the... Yeah, we covered everything. Um, I did like in the Damien hometown portion when his dad was like, there's the prettiest boys, not in the pretty boys. I was like, thank you for telling (laughs) the world what all Twitter has been saying all season. Oh, yeah, that that entire that entire uh, I felt so like I felt like a I felt like I was there in that segment because there are so many just like you see that poster of the lady that had like it's time to go now, Anthony, or something like that. I didn't see that one, but uh, did you see it was in the window of a house where it just said backdoor Dane? Yes, yes, I saw that too. Girl, you gotta put some context on that. They they, they are out here, like, they are are not playing. Hard on, like, Damien, or yes, Team Damien all the way. I love love it. Yes, and uh, we did see the goodbye messages for Esty, uh, where Dane's way of saying this was, I was 99% loyal to you, but this did mean something. Uh, then Mark does his Mark thing. Uh, it was my master plan all along. Yeah. And Esty says, I don't believe him. Yeah, she's like, he's lying. Uh, and then Adam's goodbye message was... I, I thought really strong again. So I think that's a, a good indication to, to keep a track, to keep track of Adam's goodbye messages. I think that he is definitely the best at them. Yes. Especially in the, in the order that they played it, it was like kind of just very straightforward. I mean, you had like, you had Dane sort of be, kind of being a little vague and then you had Mark, 
you know, you know, really packing a punch, but, you know, like just not really making too much sense. She didn't even believe him. And then you have Adam just flat out saying like, hey, here's a thesis. This is what happened. See you later on. <laughs> so it really it really served him well. Yeah, uh, it's it's very, very factual. And uh, and also in, in the way that Mark is not like he's he's not bragging. He's not like. I created a Final Four alliance on day one, and I was the mastermind of everything. Uh, he's like, look, this is what's been happening. Uh, you know, this is the alliance. Uh, if anyone was dumb enough to not tell you and lie to you in your goodbye messages, then here's my Josh moment. Um, which uh, I think this is, I think this is the, the right way to, to handle it. Is very straightforward, very factual. Uh, just kind of like, here's what was going on. You're great. You know, I'll, I'll see you later. Um, um, and uh, you know, maybe maybe could be a little nicer, a little lighter. But uh, for the most part, I think this was uh, the best, probably the best goodbye message. Although I do still feel like uh, Dane w- is more likely to get Estee's vote than uh, than Adam or or you know whoever else. So yeah, I, I don't really see the situation where Estee votes against Dane in, in the final two. She put his teeth in her mouth. Like, come <laughs> yeah. on. And here's the thing about Marks again is that like. With Mark trying to sound like it was his master plan, like nobody believes that because everybody sees Mark as Anthony's puppet. Anthony is the mm-hmm. guy with the social game. Anthony is the guy that has the the stuff to make things happen. Uh, and and Mark is just his lackey. And so when Mark is like, "I outsmarted you, person that just left the house," uh, they're like, "Shut up." It wasn't yeah. you. It was Anthony. I don't want to be beaten by you. I want to be beaten by Anthony. At least he's got something. I also think even if, you know, Mark was doing the perfect goodbye message, like, hey, really sorry to see you go. But since day one, I've been in alliance of four. We're called the pretty boys. It's me, Anthony, Adam and Dane. We've been in this together. You know, because of that, you had to go. I'm so sorry. Even if he was like doing it like that, they'd be like, shut up, Mark. I don't want to hear it from you. Like, I just I don't I don't know how he would be able to present it in a way that people would respond well to. That also reminded me the conversation where Anthony and Mark were like making their plan together and they're both just telling each other what to do was very fun. Mm. Uh, no, I, I feel like I feel like Mark's I, I feel like if Mark says something along the lines of like, hey, the reason I'm safe this week is because I have been secretly working with Adam, Anthony and Dane. And it's been my objective to appear like I am the weak one with no connections. But secretly, I do have these connections. I'm sorry that you fell victim to it. Uh, but, you know, this was part of uh, my game all along. I think that's how to put everything into perspective, because the problem with Mark is that he wants to be Anthony and he can't be Anthony. He needs to be Mark. He needs to understand who he is and play to that. And who he is is somebody that has played a very weak game that hasn't been strong socially, that hasn't had many connections, that hasn't had many competition wins um, and hasn't had much influence in the game. He needs to say that was part of the plan. That's part of who I am and it's what's made me successful. He can't pretend that he is Anthony because that's just not going to work. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Even when people don't have all the information, it never, it, it, people are always able to tell when someone is not completely honest about their positioning in the game or if they have an inflated sense of their positioning in the game. It just never, it just, 
Because the people that, most of the time, the people that actually have some sort of agency in the game of Big Brother and then are able to talk about it, they don't have to, they're not, there's not this, like, sense of, like, eagerness about having to prove yourself and about all the moves that you made. And since day one, I did this, that, and a third. And that's why you need to vote for my ass, because I got here and you didn't. And that's what he sounds like. And if you really were an Anthony, while well, Anthony probably would still sound something like that. <laughs> it would Anthony sound would be more intimidating. It would sound natural coming out of his mouth. Yeah, exactly. Like Mark needs to counter the idea that they already have of him before he can put anything else in their mind. And he doesn't know how to do that because their idea of him is like fairly accurate. Yeah. And he, I, I think he he needs to own it and he needs to own his gameplay and I say that that's that's who I am and that's how I played the game and it's got me here. He can't again, he can't pretend like Anthony could be in that goodbye message and be like, look, SDI orchestrated it all um, because that's Anthony's game and people would believe Anthony and they, you know, they might be off put by it. They might be put off by it. They might be like, Oh, Anthony's so arrogant, but at least they'd be like, but it's true. Like at least, but it's, it's, he did it. Um, and, and that's the thing too, where if Mark does get to the end with Anthony and Anthony does go the route of, I orchestrated all of your evictions. I'm the best player of all time. Uh, that gives Mark such an opening to be like, look, I'm just the the genuine guy who I had to play with all these alphas and I'm not an alpha. And so I had to play up to them and I had to do what I'm doing. That gives him the opening of people being mad at arrogant alpha Anthony and giving the vote to underdog, genuine, earnest Mark. But instead, Mark's coming off trying to be like, no, 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 it wasn't Anthony. It was me that took you all out. I am the alpha. Uh, and it's just that's just not the right message. Yeah. And, and I don't know if he would even recognize that he needed to pivot in like the final questioning situation. And those final questions are so fast. Like mm-hmm. they they don't cut anything out of them. Like after being at the the live finale last year, like the questions that you see are what they get. And if the audience is loud, uh, they won't be able to hear it that well. So it's, I feel like it's too late for Mark at this point. Yes. Uh, So that I believe is all we have for you from the episode. We do have the spoilers for who won HOH, but make sure you tune in uh, the, the, Exit interview for both SD and Damien. <clears throat> I will be doing them tomorrow, so uh, they will be out at some point, and I will let you know when they are. Uh, but I am very curious to know myself how they're feeling, uh, how they're you know anticipating their stay in the jury is going to be, and uh, what they're thinking in terms of uh, who they're going to vote for. You know, I'm going to have them rank the people, and I can definitely ask uh, you know SD about this how she feels about Dane. Um, So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Make sure you tune in tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern. I'll update you on everything that happens tonight on the Big Brother Canada 7 live feeds. And then Sunday night, we will be back to recap the Sunday night episode of Big Brother Canada 7. You can find me on Twitter at Armstrong Taren. Kirsten is at Kirsten Said What? And Amon is at Amon Adwin. Time for spoilers. Let's do it. Get out of here if you don't want the spoilers. Get out. Yeah, there's no Melissa to do the spoiler song. Wow. We, uh, (laughs) you want to hear the spoilers though. What what are you waiting for? You know, you're going to wait until Sunday to watch a a 10 minute competition. Come on. 
Just, just listen to the spoilers. Get, so, get your life together. Come on, guys. Here we go. Um, all right. So we're in the final five. We've got four pretty boys and Kira left in the game. HOH competition happens. And Kira is going to play spoiler to the pretty boys. <laughs> they are not going to break the brigade's record. They are going to not make it to the final four together because Kira has won the HOH. Kira is in the final four. Kira, you've made the final four. <laughs> Kira, I can't believe it. Kira, unbelievable. Kirsten. Um, I hate that. Please never do that again. <laughs> you hate you hate something that Anthony does? That's so surprising. Anyways, so Kira won HOH is so exciting. <laughs> I I I I uh, Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean I the entire season, the entire season. It's like it's like JC all over again. The entire season, you don't do anything, nothing. I'm and then sorry, when there is on the line. You finally win something. I'm that sorry, there is a three-hour podcast that Taryn and I did that actually shows that JC was not doing nothing all season long. I mean, you know what I mean, though. <laughs> I'm just being a brat. Sorry. I believe it was some kind of question competition. Um, Anthony has indicated that he threw it, uh, but I don't think he was going to win it anyway. Uh, people have <laughs> people are assuming <clears throat> that potentially Mark threw it. He apparently did kind of poorly um, that uh, that even that he wasn't even in second place. So I don't know what's happening there. I don't know why people think Mark threw it if he said that on the feeds. Um, but if he did like, oh my, that's the dumbest that's thing I've so ever dumb. Yes. <laughs> like Mark has to at the very least have the sense of how much danger he is in. Like he got very lucky, I, I get. I'm not lucky, but it is good for him that two of the three people he nominated last week are, are now gone uh, in one night, which is great for Mark, but he's not in a good spot. He's definitely the most expendable and also considered the biggest start with the question competition. So throwing an HOH at, at Final Five is quite possibly the worst thing that he could do. I really so, yeah. hope he didn't do that. Especially I mean not have. especially since like I mean what we talked about uh what was it Monday Taryn about how like if one like this is the point where he needs to start amping it up. Like you have to start getting your your stuff together. You have to start building that resume. You have because if you don't, the longer and longer that you wait, the more and more that you're going to you're going to you're going to draw dead. Like you're not going to have any winners equity whatsoever and for this to be a questions competition something that this is like this is up your alley this is mark alleyway yeah okay <laughs> so i i just it's it just it, it doesn't I, I really hope that he did not throw this because it just doesn't make any sense especially i mean you've been, you've been wanting to go after the, your own alliance this entire time this is the perfect time to do it some like kira and somebody else would have had to go on the block yeah this this was this was the prime opportunity for mark um because it was a question competition it was at the final five at the final five now he can 100 get either dane or adam out of the game because he can keep at least one of them up on the block and then uh he can have at least one vote to evict 
one of them, which would cause a tie, and he can break the tie to evict whoever he wants, um, as long as he keeps Anthony off the block. And even if Anthony's not off the block, Kira's probably still not voting out Anthony if uh, if he's next to uh, Dane. Those are very niche scenarios that probably wouldn't happen anyway. Either Dane or Adam go if Mark wins the HOH this week. Almost 100%. Uh, and that's huge for Mark. Um, granted, he still probably can't win anyway, but <laughs> still... <laughs> It would, it would open the door at the at the very least, but uh, but it does not happen. And instead, Kira is going to win this one, and Mark is in some serious trouble this week. So let's talk about what Kira might do because there are a lot of different options and a lot of different outcomes that might happen with a Kira HOH. Um, one thing to note is that Kira has told Anthony, in particular, I think I mentioned this just this morning, Kira has promised Anthony that if they win the next HOH, they are not putting him on the block. They have also talked privately to themselves about a maybe plan to go after Dane before the final three. Um, So those are two interesting, interesting things to note. Based on those two things, you might assume that the nominations are going to be Mark and Dane. In that instance, I do believe that Adam would vote Mark out of the house. Anthony would vote Dane out of the house. And it would come down to Kira. What does Kira decide? You know, Anthony is going to be in there uh, in their ear saying, you, you know, uh, you need to Anthony's going to be in Kira's ear trying to say you need to get rid of Dane. Adam's going to be in Kira's ear trying to say you need to get rid of Mark. And it's going to be all over the place. Kira, uh, Kristen. Yeah, I, this is got the potential to be a very very exciting week i i don't really see a scenario where it would be completely boring because the only truly boring outcome this week would be kira going home and obviously they're safe now so the pretty boys are getting broken up it was gonna happen eventually and i i'm just very curious to see what kira actually does like what they've said that is is truly what they're gonna do because like Anthony's been such an incredible emotional support to them all season. Like, is that relationship enough to overcome all of the fights that they've had in the last like two weeks? I don't know. And also it could come down to who pisses off Kira the most right before nominations because they are emotional. So yeah, that also will be very fun. And something else to consider is that if these are the nominations, uh, Dane and Mark, that this is the final five. Ever since season five, where we saw this happen to uh, to, to Karen, uh, I believe it was Karen, right? Um, that uh, if Anthony, who is off the block, wins the veto and uses it on, let's say, Mark, then Adam will be forced to go on the block and Anthony and Mark can vote Adam out, which is what Anthony wants to do, which means Adam is not safe this week, Amon. Yeah, I'm like I'm like trying to follow through with everything that you're saying in my head right now. It's sort of like all uh, loosey goosey, but yeah, I mean, pretty much everybody, everybody needs to be gunning for this veto, every damn body, because if you don't, you go up. If you win, you're safe. <laughs> um, can somebody please edit in like the math and trigonometry over Amon's face in the, in the moment, please? I need that for my Twitter. Because I was like trying to follow through. I was like, okay, so if Adam, if Anthony, Adam and Mark, Dane and Mark are on the block, Adam wins, he's not going to use it. Because, well, he could use it, but then 
Anthony goes up, then they vote out. It's just it's so yeah. I, I feel like Final Five in particular is very, very much like at this point, there is no reason for anybody to be throwing a competition here. Um, even like Final Six too, I think. But I, I, I think Final Five is when it like super ramps up the the seriousness of of all of this, and that like at this point, you cannot be throwing. And if you're if you're still throwing up to that point. Cool, you're done now. You have to try and win. Yes. Uh, and as Nikki points out, uh, this is what I've been thinking, uh, that Adam wants Dane to stay off the block. Adam would prefer if Kira nominates uh, Mark and Anthony. Now, Kira, I believe, has already indicated to Anthony that he will not touch the block. However, Adam does have a very good argument for why Dane should not touch the block. And it's exactly what I just said, that Adam can say, Anthony and Mark want me out. If you take, if you leave Anthony off the block, you are letting him have the opportunity to win the veto, use it on Mark. You'll be forced to put me up and they'll vote me out. And then you'll be in a a house stuck with Mark, Anthony and Dane. That's, you do not want that, Kira. Um, and that's a very good argument. Uh, Kira absolutely should not put up Dane and Mark. If they want to take a shot at Dane, just put up Mark and Anthony and then try to convince somebody to use the veto or hope that one of them wins the veto. Like that, that's the better plan here. Uh, if they, if they want to take a shot at Dane, because leaving this window open there, you know, they, now that they've won this final five HOH, They do have a small chance of getting down to the end, but they are not going to make that happen if it's if it's Dane, Mark and Anthony there in the end. They might have a chance if Anthony is there wanting to take a shot at Adam still. That's good for them. If uh, you know, there, there, there are some options left open for them with Adam in the house. But but not if Adam leaves. And so if they want to take the shot, I, I do think they have to leave him off the block at first, Kristen. Yeah, definitely. And the other thing, too, is it's Final Five now, so HOH is going to be playing in the vetoes again now. Yes. Uh, le- I feel like less newsworthy with Kira as HOH. I feel like they're less likely to to pull out a veto, but exciting moving forward, uh, depending on who wins next week. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but they, um, Kira or Adam and Dane made, when they were having this whole like farce Final Five, with Kira, part of that farce final five was a farce final three between Adam, Dane, and Kira, correct? Yeah, yeah and so Kira has then also spoken to the cameras about potentially uh, making a move on Dane before getting to that final three, kind of recognizing that maybe that's not completely real and breaking gotcha. that up before I get there. Yeah. Which, which credit to Anthony for getting back in their good graces because a large part of that has to do with Anthony. They were totally on board with the Dane and Adam final three until Anthony got back in their ear. And now they want Anthony in the final three instead of Dane. And so that's very important. And if there is a disconnect here, it's because Kira is maybe going to be reluctant to tell Adam about their plan to take Dane out uh, before Adam would prefer that to happen. So there's definitely going to be some clashes here between Kira and Adam and Anthony and Kira and Adam and Dane and all of these people. There's a lot that could go down here uh, and a, a lot of different possibilities of, of, of how this could play out. And uh, man, just gonna have to see what happens, Kirsten. It's gonna be, I think, a very fun, hectic 
week of feeds, uh, which is great because won't it be, mm, is it next weekend where we they go into like the accelerated gameplay and we'll probably lose feeds or? Because um, finale is on. Um, isn't it t- the 10th? Oh, I think so. I, I think next weekend is when we'll get the where it, it really speeds up at the end. Yeah, and then so, feeds will will go down. So today, today was day fifty five in the house. There are usually about seventy days. Two weeks from now, which would mean day sixty nine, uh, would be uh, would be Thursday, May May ninth. Um, so that's probably. That, that would be my that would be my guess, but I I truly don't know. But I, I, don't I do think feel like it. yeah, it, it hasn't been announced. I would assume it's going to get announced next Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then because yeah, so it's final five now. Yeah, there's going to be the the eviction would would I guess be scheduled next Thursday, and then and normally like the the final four to to final three happens final like four. over a weekend, right? Arissa pops up on the TV, yeah. mm-hmm. feeds go down. That'll probably happen on the Monday, like on the sixth, the final four eviction, and we mm-hmm. see it on. Yeah, so yeah, this is gonna be kind oh, of like say, she did say tonight, the ninth. Okay. Oh, perfect. Okay. Um, so this is gonna be like the last full normal week of feeds, and I think it's gonna be a super exciting, uh, very gripping final week of feeds. I wish I had more time to be watching. <laughs> well. It's exactly what Kira wanted. She want, they wanted some attention. It's going to be some tug of war all week long. I'm excited for it. We'll see who wins out. I, like, I yeah. think they will definitely be invited to play pool this week. They will be the pool bar. <laughs> they are the pool. Okay. This is this is absolute best case scenario because if Kira left this week, it would have just been down to competitions. It would have been Adam and Dane versus mm-hmm. Anthony and Mark. There would have been no social strategic game left to play. But now it's going to be Anthony versus Dane, Anthony versus Adam, you know, Adam versus Mark, all of these things with Kira smack dab in the middle. Finally. Uh, and, and you know, usually I'd say give it to Anthony. Anthony's going to win this one. He's won basically every battle up until this point. But Adam does have a leg up because he has a much better relationship with Kira in terms of uh, a game game wise. But uh, but Anthony also has has done a good job of getting back in with Kira. So it's going to be a tricky one. Yeah, and the only thing that would make me maybe bet on Adam a little bit more than Anthony is just that, like, Kira had Anthony's game fully clocked just a few days ago. And so I, I don't think it'll be too hard to get them back into that uh, frame of mind. And we have mm-hmm. seen when things do not go Anthony's way, he's a giant man child about it and he cannot handle the adversity. So if there's even the inkling that this might not be going his way i could see anthem throw sorry anthem anthony throwing a temper tantrum i was trying to combine anthony and and tantrum together uh not ideal uh and i could totally see him doing that and then kira being like well screw you like i can't deal with this you're going up on the block would be very enjoyable i think to see kira be like you know what anthony you're a very emotional player i can't have that around anymore you've got to go and for the simple fact that he hasn't touched the block. And I, I was always so shocked when when he was in that argument with Kira that he was like, why do you think I haven't touched the block? Kira, I'm like, just shout it to the heavens. Why don't you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I'm, I'm, you know, I think that that's, that's 
that's gonna that's a very you know always a strong argument to use for anyone. It's like, well, like, look, they haven't felt the pressure of the block yet. Like, just throw them up there. And we'll see what happens, you know? Yeah. So. And well, and also depending on um, the love, like I know that, you know, Dane, Adam and Kira all have like a pretty strong understanding of Big Brother and, and knowledge of the game. And I wonder if they know. I'm, I'm fairly certain everyone who has won Big Brother Canada has either never sat the block or if they were on the block, they didn't get a vote against them. So mm-hmm. that's something that I could see them using to uh, take Anthony out there, too. Yeah. So thinking about uh, about not only what Kira might do, but what is Kira's actual best move if they want any chance of actually winning the game? Uh, I do think that getting Dane out this week is their best move because Mm -hmm. Adam wants to take Dane to the final two. If Dane is out of the house, Adam would then have to choose between Anthony, who he's really been uh, had a rocky relationship with for a while, and Mark, who he's not super fond of. At that point, the pretty boys have already been broken up to some extent, and he's always wanted Dane. He's never considered Mark or Anthony, so he might actually consider taking Kira to the end if that's mm-hmm. uh, if there's any chance of him, uh, you know, considering taking Kira. Uh, and with Adam still in the game, uh, Adam might protect them, and Anthony still is probably going to be gunning for Adam. Mark still going to be gunning for Adam. That That leaves Kira safe toward the final three. Leaving Mark in the game is also vital for Kira because I think Mark is probably the only person that they can beat. And I do think Kira can beat Mark. So that's also important because I think Mark is the only other person that might go home this week if it's not Dane. So I do think that Kira somehow getting Dane out this week is vital. I think the way to do it is to put Mark and Anthony on the block, then either talk Adam into using the veto if he wins, uh, because I think Adam will probably use the veto on Dane if he's up there anyway. So Adam winning, it's a wash either way. Dane winning, it's a wash either way. Adam or Mark winning, the uh, or sorry, Anthony or Mark winning, they take themselves down. You put Dane up on the block, you send Dane home. Or if you win, you take one of them down. You put Dane on the block. You send him home. I think that's a great resume builder for Kira. Mm -hmm. It protects Adam and it puts them in the best spot moving forward in the game. Uh, If Mark goes home, I think uh, I think they're in some trouble here, Amon. Right. Yeah, I would I would say that's that's probably the best scenario now that I've finally caught up with the BB math. (laughs) Yeah, put put the put him on the or keep him off the block, replace him. I'm out of there. Hopefully, Anthony and Adam start gunning for it one another. Uh, you know, and it's, it could work out in a sense that you know either Anthony or Adam is the one to go home next, and then that leaves you and Mark with the ones that that are the ones that are probably the most prepared for the mental competitions with all the questions and stuff. Hopefully, you win one of those. Mark wins one of those, and then decides to bring you along because they don't want to bring along Anthony because they might not be able to beat them, or you win and and you get rid of Anthony because you think you can beat Mark. So there's a, there's a chance. And and I I forgot the other part of what I was thinking about was that if it is, if it does come down to, you know, Dane versus Mark at the, at the end of the week or Dane versus Anthony, um, you know, that, uh, that, Anthony and Mark will be campaigning to get Adam on the block. You know that even if they don't get Adam on the block, they will be campaigning to send Dane home against what Adam wants. And it'll be a battle between the two of them. There's going to be a lot of bad blood. They're really going to start to not like each other. And that only increases the chances that I think that Adam without Dane in the house is more likely to take Kira down to the end, especially again, if Kira says, Hey, Anthony's been pushing real hard for you to go this week, Adam. He's going to be like, what the hell? Um, You know, so 
I, 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 this is the best option for them if they can pull it off. Obviously, it relies on a lot of external factors, and I, they need to, I think, nail the initial plan to make sure that Anthony and Mark are on the block, and then they have to hope that Dane or Adam don't win the veto. Right, Kirsten? Yeah, and, and Dane and Adam, I, I would say, are the, the chalk picks for most likely to win the veto. So mm-hmm. it's a very risky, very dangerous plan uh, that is well, going to be high high reward if it works out, but it's risky. Well, that, that's why I think it's it's the safer plan to leave Dane off the block in the first yeah. place anyway, because then, you know, you're not pissing him off unnecessarily. Exactly. Right. Because then if he wins, it's like, well, it's fine. He's not on the block anyways. Like maybe he'll use that opportunity to to use the veto to get rid of someone like whoever's off the block. So I guess. Adam probably I I can't remember who's on the block in this situation but anyways um if Dane wins like he then could use the the veto to kind of take back the power for the week which is also interesting the less exciting uh but yeah it's it's gonna be a a nail biter I think this week damn him winning that HOH really screwed him up right now yeah because I I feel like he would have been also a really good choice on who would maybe have won this this HOH like Dane isn't terrible at the questions so Luna on Twitter said just just now posted that Dane is ranting alone in the storage room uh, about how uh, the pretty boys let him down because if he had been playing in this HOH he would have been able to win it Um, I I assume he was answering the questions in his head um, Mm. as they were going along so so dane winning that double hoh uh while i originally thought it was one of the least exciting outcomes for the night turns out it was probably the most exciting outcome for the night so it's not good it's not good the both the winning and again i think the choice of target and like i said yeah if dane goes home this week i think it's entirely down to the move he made in the double eviction. Uh, and then even if he doesn't go home this week and he loses a jury vote, I think it might be down to the move he made in the double eviction. And even if he goes home later, it might be down to the move he made in the double eviction. Yeah. Creating the cracks, like a crack, a defined crack in the pretty boys tonight would have been huge for Dane. And the fact that he didn't do it is not good. Now, that, that that he's still again i still think he is a front runner he's in a lot of danger this week but as we talked about there are five people playing in the veto competition two of them adam and dane are by far the more likely people to win the competition and i do think that if either of them win depending on the nominations dane is probably safe because if dane is on the block adam will take him off if dane is not on the block adam won't use it if dane is on the block or not on the block and dane wins he's safe anyway so he has a pretty good chance of being safe this week regardless and then if he moves forward into the final four at this point he is like i said probably a front runner still but uh but he is in some danger that he otherwise wouldn't have been in uh he just lost his two biggest pieces on the board and he lost them for kira who might might be the one to take him out. Mm-hmm. Rough, rough, delicious, yeah. rough stuff. <laughs> it's rough out here right now. <laughs> but you know what? I think that we needed this. We needed something yes. unexpected to happen uh, because, like, let's be real here. This season has gotten quite stale at this point, and it's nice to have some freshness. Oh, definitely. Like I said, I, I said this, like, I think it was yesterday, you know, like, as far as I'm concerned, Big Brother Canada started, like, after the double eviction. This is, this is the season premiere. Like, now, <laughs> I feel like I am, you know, I feel like this is juicy, juicy TV. And as far as, stra- it's like strategy Armageddon. It's just, it's 
it's really, really fun to watch right now. So I'll be excited to see what how this <laughs> shakes out. Can, can, yes. Yeah, honestly, because even if even if like Dane or Adam wins the veto and it's just Mark versus Anthony on the block, that's still going to be pretty exciting, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. Like Mark versus Anthony as Anthony just like kind of <laughs> just like puts his hand over Mark's eyes and just shh, shh. Just go. Just go. <laughs> just go to sleep. Just like closes his eyes. Like you're you're done here. Um, and if Dane is left on the block uh, at the end of the week, there's gonna be, like I said, a big fight between a- Adam and Anthony. And if uh, if Kira does make a mistake and leaves uh, leaves Anthony off the block and uses the veto and puts Adam up there, uh, we'll have less campaigning, I think, because it'll be just mm-hmm. automatically that that Adam is gone. But that's still kind of crazy, right? It's still something. Well, and the thing is, though, is like Adam will not just sit down. <laughs> Adam will argue and Adam will plea his case. And that will also be entertaining. Like I like maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'm having a very hard time envisioning any outcome this week. That's not at the very least engaging and entertaining for us to watch, even if it is slightly more obvious, even if it's, you know, OK, fine. Adam's going. Adam will fight tooth and nail to stay and that will also be exciting he'll enlist angelica's help (laughs) you know what he has a superhero on his side in angelica he is going to make her a tinfoil veto and maybe uh maybe show me a secret he's in he's in the end game with his superheroes oh no uh uh, arissa also announced that this was uh the 200th episode of Big Brother Canada 7. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's very that exciting. was a blind side. Yeah. This is yeah. huge. Like, Canadian content does not last. Like, I know, like, you guys have to go through a lot of a ha- hassle to watch the show, which I learned last week when I watched it with you guys uh, in Philly. But Canadian content has to go through a hassle just to exist. Uh, oftentimes, it's not very good or it doesn't have enough budget to really do what it needs to do and it, like Big Brother Canada has been cancelled before like we are so 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 lucky to still have it and for the 200th episode to be uh, a double eviction is really cool and then the 201st episode is going to be very exciting yeah look at that 200 episodes and I've watched them all yeah, that's that's crazy. That's that that really is pretty cool, especially considering what Big Brother Canada has gone through in the past couple of seasons. So three it's, houses. It's it's nice that uh, it's it's still out here kicking, and Arissa yeah. is you know really uh, really pulling us through. So oh wait, I forgot during the episode when she announced that Anthony had won the veto competition with such surprise. I lost it. <laughs> I was like, she's a fan, honey. She's a fan. She knows. She truly is. Like, Arissa is absolutely one of us. Like, you just know, right? And it's like, to think. So we've got 200 episodes, two networks, three houses, one cancellation, over 100 players. Like, wow. Look how far we've come. And 39 days. Um. And one survivor. And that's Taryn doing the updates every morning. (laughs) Truly, truly, <laughs> uh, because everyone else you is You will outlive us me. all. Kate, I would have been there on Sunday, but it took me 24 hours to get home, <laughs> no, no, okay? No, I'm sorry. I mean the viewers. So many oh, no, people the saying viewers are here. Anymore. They're still listening to your updates, even if they're not watching. Yes. Uh, I, I People mad at me because I'm enjoying the season. <laughs> I mean, I How dare you like a show too. that you like? 
I, it's just like you're wrong, but you're allowed to have your wrong opinion. <laughs> I feel like uh, somebody's always mad. Although I'm enjoying it right now. There you go. Uh, just what are, right what are you now. Do? What are you gonna do? Uh, yeah, Nick, Nikki is always here. These these wonderful people in the chat, they're always here with me. Uh, so that's uh, that's what we got for you tonight. Uh, again, make sure you tune in tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern. I will update on everything that happens tonight on the Big Brother Canada 7 live feeds. And then Sunday night, uh, we will be live to recap the episode uh, where we'll see uh, Kira's HOH win and who they decide to nominate if they're going to make a mistake. Um, and then, yeah, two weeks from now, finale. Let's do it. I can't believe it's already been whatever, 54 days. <laughs> I know. It's about to be May, which means month away from the beginning of another Big Brother season in the US. It's just it's really just going by this year. Yeah. Uh, I need to plan my vacation. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, Taryn, you just had a vacation. <laughs> that was not a vacation. I do not qualify two hours of sleep doing the updates in a podcast house. Uh, I do not qualify that I as a vacation. That, I don't know. It's still technically a vacation. I call that an event. It was a work trip. Yes. <laughs> Honestly. Yes, it was a business trip. <laughs> Yeah, where you go on a business trip that specifically makes your business more difficult to complete. <laughs> Where's the logic? Isn't that every business trip? Nobody really gets work done on business trips. I, as someone who has never had the opportunity to go on a business trip, I can't speak to that. <laughs> well, I'm just glad that it was in my neck of the woods. It was a lot of fun. I had a good time. It was uh, so I, fun. I didn't have to necessarily work. So. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm on was the the highlight of the trip with those ping pong <laughs> I can't stop thinking about a it. Here. There's a little trash, trash for you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dom, if you're listening or if you ever listen to this. I'm sorry, though. I just Never had it in my spirit that. at the time. I just had to get it out. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. that's probably enough uh, inside. Yeah, if, if, we, I, if if podcast house was the Big Brother Canada house, the uh, the pool balls would just be thrown about the house all over the place. All they'd the be time. like denting the floor because there's <laughs> house guests. Stop that. Everyone to be um, hiding under the pool table. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you can find me on Twitter at Armstrong Taren. You can find Kirsten at Kirsten said what, and Amon is at Amon Adwin. And uh, yeah, tune in tomorrow morning. Thank you for joining us. See you next time. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... 
The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.